Blessed be the name of the Lord. Let's take a couple of scriptures this night. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 5, verse 1. Hallelujah. Before that, 1 Corinthians 15, 10, it says, But by the grace of God I am what I am, and His grace toward me was not in vain. But I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Romans 5, 1. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we also have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Hallelujah. Tonight, I want to minister to you on the monumental grace of God. Pastor, a few weeks back, spoke to us on the monumental grace of God. I was meditating on it and, uh, you know, just looking into the, uh, some of the few meanings of that word, monumental grace, means great in importance, colossal, massive, hallelujah, grace is massive, amen, colossal, huge, mighty, vast, hopeless, Exceptional, outstanding, memorable. How many of you know the grace of God will make memories for us? Hallelujah. Some of your bad memories are going to go. But the grace of God is going to give good memories. Amen. I was uh, inspired to look at a couple of people in the Bible. You know, look at the memory of Job. He lost... Everybody except his wife, every, all the children, he loved. He lost everything that he thought the hedge of protection was there overnight. Look at them. And he said, cursed is the day that I was born because look at the rest of the days after he lost. He has this memory of all that he has lost, the children that he has lost, the Children that he had prayed for. Look at the shock in which this man is living. Hallelujah. To the point that, you know, Job chapter 7. Job chapter 7. And verse 3. It says, yeah. So I have been allotted months of futility. And wearisome nights have been appointed to me. I have been allotted months of misery. And now he says, so I have been allotted months of futility and nights of misery have been assigned to me. Every time when this memory of loss, he has a shock, it says, nights of misery. Hallelujah. But tonight when the grace of God once again visits your life, the nights of misery will be turned into nights of hope again. He will bring new memories into your life. Glory to God. The Bible says in Job chapter 14 and the 7th verse, is the hope for a tree again. Hallelujah. The Bible says even though it is cut down at the scent of the water, it will rise again. It says there is a hope for a tree. Even tonight, hallelujah, new sprouts will rise up again. New memories will come again. New light, something new will come out of your misery. Because of the grace of God, that is our standing. We have access into this grace in which we stand. We have access, our standing in not what, hallelujah, not based on what we have lost. Uh, hallelujah, standing is based on the unmerited favor of God. Oh, hallelujah. People can tell you you have lost it. People can, hallelujah, tell you you are in a shock. Your own soul can be... Going through a tough time, you're battling, hallelujah, in the heavenly places. But, hallelujah, how do you regain your ground? How do you regain the favor of God? You say, Lord, by the grace of God, hallelujah, I have a standing tonight, I have access, hallelujah, tonight, hallelujah, let every demonic struggles be broken. You have access into this grace. Your nights of misery will turn into nights of hope. If you believe it, put your hands together, give a shout of praise, hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Job 14 and the 14 says, If a man dies, shall he live again? All the days of my appointed time, will I wait till my change comes? He said, my change will come. My days will change. The days of my misery will be over. Oh, let me tell you, February be a February where your nights of hopelessness be over. Nights of misery be over. Let your change come. In the name of the Lord, get ready, get ready, get ready. Look at you people out there. Get ready for your nights of hope because of the grace of God. He will give you memories. Look at a woman called Hannah. The Bible says, Hannah. Look at the, when you read about her, the Bible says, when God closed her womb, Penaniah, her husband's other wife, Elakana's wife, Penaniah would be little would oppress her. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. To the point that there was bitterness of soul. Just imagine getting up every day, having this memory of my other woman in the house, my husband's mistress, her husband's wife, is going to belittle me because her womb is open. Look at the memory. So the point that she became to the bitterness of soul. Her soul is being feeling terrible and oppressed. Hallelujah. Till the Bible says in 1 Samuel chapter 1 verse 18. Hallelujah. 1 Samuel verse 1 verse 18. And she said, Let your maidservant find favor in your sight. So the woman went, where we, went her way and ate. And her face was no longer sad. Oh, hallelujah. Till she said, come on. There needs to be an end to it. Say it this morning. Till she said, oh, hallelujah. Tonight is a night to say it. Say it till she said, hallelujah. That your maid servant needs to find grace in your sight. Favor in your sight. Hallelujah. When you find favor in the sight of God, she knew that her misery was over. Her bitterness had hindered. She said, I'm going to go back by faith because the Bible says her countenance was no longer sad. She knew that the God of God's grace has answered. She has access into this grace. When you access into this grace, you don't need, no longer need to be sad. You don't need to look back again. There is something ahead of you. Hallelujah. There is something ahead for you in 2023. For the glory of Jesus Christ. You believe it. Put your hands together. Give a shout. Thank you, Lord, for your abundance, monumental grace of God. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. You've been finished there. 1 Samuel chapter 2 and verses 21, the Bible says, And the Lord visited Hannah, so that she conceived and bore three sons and two daughters. Meanwhile, the, the child Samuel grew before the Lord. Hallelujah! She conceived three sons. One of the version of monumental means exalted. God will exalt you. Oh, Rababa. Above your enemies. Come on. Hallelujah. Above the belittling. Above the voices that said you can't bear. You can't have it. Above the well, bad report of the doctor. Come on. Oh, Rababa. She gave birth tonight. Some of you are going to give supernatural birth. Come on. She gave birth to Samuel. She gave birth to three more children. Those when the pain is strong. Oh, come on. God is telling. When the pain is unbearable, come on. A baby is coming forth. You're going to give birth to something new. Come on. Oh, tonight, some of you are going to give birth. Oh, Rabbi. Victory by the blood of Jesus. Come on. Open your mouth and my hopelessness is over. I'm going to give birth. Tonight's of hope, to memory, to exaltation. I'm going to be exalted. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The entire nation of Israel was going through a time of hopelessness. The Bible says, Eli had wicked sons who made 
people transgress by committing adultery and fornication and uncleanness inside the temple. Hallelujah. Entire Israel was going through a hope. The Bible says the word of God was rare on those days. That they could not have any more revelations. The lamb has lost its brightness. But then the Bible says, in 1 Samuel chapter 2, verses 22. Now Eli was very old, and he heard everything his sons did to all Israel, and how they lay, the, lay with the women who assembled at the door of the tabernacle of meeting. Yes. So, so he said to them, Why do you do such things? But I hear of your evil dealings from all the people. No, my sons, for it is not a good report that I hear. You make the Lord's people transgress. And verse 26. And the child Samuel grew in stature and in favor, both with the Lord and men. Hallelujah. And the child Samuel but grew in grace. The grace of God came upon Hallelujah, child Samuel. Hallelujah. God is raising hallelujah, some of you in grace this morning, in favor to end a generational curse, to end a generational darkness, to end, hallelujah, oh, a generational demon. Come on, hallelujah. The darkness was removed because of Samuel, a new ministry was formed to destroy generational curses. May God raise up ministers to end the plans of the devil. Come on, in the federal church, may generational leaders rise up to end, hallelujah, oh, the plans and the purposes of the devil. Oh, Rabba, instead of corruption, may God's anointed sons raise up. Oh, Rabba, Victory by the blood of Jesus. Prophetic voices to raise up. Oh, hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Exalted. The Bible says it is lasting. Lasting. Oh, hallelujah. It is lasting. It is abiding. It is permanent. These are what word, word means monumental grace. Permanent grace. Paul the apostle is saying, I am what I am by the grace of God. Anyone in the kingdom. My pastor, Pastor Raji said, it's grace-made, not man-made. He said, I am what I am because of the grace of God was with me. When you see the results in people's lives, you know there is a grace working behind it. Bible says, Joseph was a fruitful vine whose branches run over the wall. When there is a fruit of God in Joseph's life, you know the grace of God, hallelujah, is working in our life because he's bearing fruit, he's bringing fruit. We don't want to be a church, hallelujah, who bring fruit once in the new year. Come on, it has to change this February. We need to be fruit-bearing trees. When you are asked to send forth fruit, we need to bring fruit every day. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Abiding fruit, come on. Lasting fruit, hallelujah. Because of the grace of God. We don't want to see six souls saved in six years. Come on. We want soul saving. Hallelujah. A daily event. Come on. Let soul saving be a daily event. Oh, then God raise up evangelists. The work of the evangelists. Come on. Today a girl told me. Hallelujah. Six girls in her workplaces. She said, Sir, Sir, said Psalm 91. Declare the promises of God. It's a daily event. A daily moment. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Jesus. When Joseph, when he, you know, sent to do something, he did, he, he did not bring tension back. He did not bring worry back. He did not bring disunity back. He brought fruit back. Hallelujah. Some people, when <laughs> I pray that God will make you like a Joseph, you bring the fruit back, not something else. You see results because of the grace of God. Hallelujah. 
Sometimes as a man of God or a woman of God, if you are into discerning, the grace is there for you to discern. You will know that, hallelujah, some people are not walking in the 100% of the grace of God. Come on, Petra Church, we don't want to walk in the 30% of grace of God, 60% of the grace of God. We want to walk, hallelujah, in the 100% work of grace of God. So that the works be there to see, so that we will not be frustrated in our Christian life. So many all of us are frustrated because you are not given into the grace of God. Let the results start speaking this morning for us. Oh, Rabbi Dhorei Amen. When we don't see results, we lack grace somewhere. If if, if, if there are lack of open doors, it's a lack of grace because uh, grace will open doors. Oh, this February, let there be open doors. It's not the lack of finding the right marriage partner. It is a lack of marital grace. Let there be supernatural marriages this February. May you find grace to find the God-sent partners over your life in the name of the Lord. May you find your divine helpers in the name of the Lord. If you are lacking helpers in your life, it is not that you are lacking helpers, you are lacking grace in that area of your life. Because it is you are lacking the grace. It is, it is, it is, hallelujah. That is not attracting the destiny helpers. It is not that you lack land, it is, less, it is you are lacking grace. That bring that land to your life. Some of your land is in a problem. Hallelujah. Instead of battling it in your mind. Why is shall my delight? Ask the Lord for more grace. Access to this grace. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Power is inside grace. Your financial blessing is inside grace. Results of your life are because of the grace. I am what I am. Because of the grace of God. In Acts chapter 19 and verse 11 says, Hallelujah, unusual miracles happen in the hands of Paul. Hallelujah, even the handkerchief cast out the demons and healed the sick. Why? Because Paul said, it is not me because of the grace of God that is bestowed. Come on, hallelujah, bestowed upon my life. When the grace of God is bestowed, unusual miracles will happen. Hallelujah, God will use you in unusual ways. May February God use you in unusual ways. Not only in the city, but the nations of the world. That's why Paul said, I am what I am, not because of anything, because of the grace of God. So it is important, you as a child of God, if you are somebody who are waiting for favor or blessing, you need to come before the throne of grace with boldness. You need to approach the throne of grace and say, Lord, I want my grace, I want my portion. Come on, because of the finished work of Jesus Christ, hallelujah, He died for me, He paid the price for my sin, He took away my curse, hallelujah, so that I will have access, hallelujah, to the grace of God. He defeated the devil, that I no longer have to walk in bondage. Come on, you need to say, Lord, by your precious blood, through your new and living word, I have access into this grace, come on, oh, in which I stand, oh, may that be your portion, hallelujah, come on, somebody. Blessed be the name of the Lord. 2 Peter chapter 3 uses the word grow in grace. Grow in grace. When you see the grace of God functioning in your life, you start appreciating and when you become conscious of that grace, and when you know how to handle the grace properly in your life, the grace of God will keep multiplying in your life. That brings in you every kind of blessing in your life. Open your mouth and say, every kind of blessing will come upon your life, upon my life, because of the grace of God. Oh, hallelujah. Everything is every kind of blessing. Come on. Every kind of blessing. <laughs> every kind of blessing. Come on. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. When grace finds you, Man of God said, nothing shall be impossible. There's an interesting word, condition precedent. It's a legal term. It means, condition precedent is an event or a state of affairs that is required before something else will occur. When something occurs, you know that there were certain conditions that are meant to produce that result. If the grace of God has to multiply in your life, hallelujah, glory to God, there are certain conditions that need to be met. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. 2 Corinthians 6, 1 says, Do not take the grace of God in vain. 
which means if the grace needs to multiply the bible says in ephesians chapter 6 hallelujah may the when you read come to the last words the bible says may you have grace who has an undying love for the Lord. May God grant you grace who have an undying love for the Lord. So the, so the grace multiplies when you have an undying love for the Lord. There are certain conditions that you need to meet. For example, in the Gospel of Luke chapter 1 and the 28th verse in the Amplified Version, AMPC, it says about Mary, the mother of Jesus, while he was on earth, it says, He came to her and said, Hey, O favored one, endured with grace. The Lord is with you, blessed, favored of the Lord, are you before all other women. Hallelujah. Empowered by grace. Hey, Mary, full of grace, you are empowered by grace. When you read on, the angel said to her, endured with grace. There is a reason why you are endured with grace, Mary. We don't know exactly what the reason is. The Bible does not say it. We know maybe when we reach heaven, but one of the reasons, maybe God chose Mary and endured with this grace is because she appreciated the grace. She had a consciousness of grace. She met certain conditions. The grace would have brought self-discipline. When the grace of that, uh, the days, uh, I mean, girls of those age were hanging around with boys and, you know, were living in a... Uh, Worldly manner, like today's girls, you know, in f- chatting always in Facebook and Instagram and watching wrong stuff and hooking up with wrong company and people. Maybe she would have submitted to her parents, sat every day seeking the Lord in prayer. There is something that the Lord has seen, hallelujah, which, which make her, okay, she will, I can, I can trust her with more grace. I can empower her with grace. I can endure with grace. Come on. There are certain conditions precedent that she, she, she would have had. Maybe she rejoiced in the Lord, even in tough times. Come on, hallelujah. She would not have a grumpy face, hallelujah. So God knew that even in this tough time, she will, hallelujah, rejoice in the Savior. Come on. Because she has, she has, God has seen that in her, appreciating grace in tough times. Maybe she would have kept herself. She would have led a holy life. She did not take the uh, grace in vain. She would have uh, behaved, you know, she would not have like been proud and even in the young, you know, active like an elderly person. And, uh, you know, so there are some guys, you know, some children today, they come to church and, you know, the way they speak to you as if, you know, they took, <laughs> so, I mean, they take, I mean, they are in charge of a mega church. They know everything. Praise God. They should not behave like an elderly person. There are boys and girls who don't act their age. We don't know what attracted grace into her life. Maybe a lifestyle, a spending time in worship. There is something about her life that God said, Oh, I, I need to endure with this grace. Monumental grace. I need to, hallelujah, empower her with this grace. Then, hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Now in James chapter, the Bible says that more grace is given, more grace. So more grace came upon Mary. Hallelujah. If you have a relationship with Jesus Christ, God will tell you. Not religion, but relationship with Jesus. And the law will tell you, Shai, don't do that. Everybody does that, that's fine with everybody. But you are favored of the Lord in this generation. Don't do that. Don't go that way. Because you are favored. Hallelujah. 2023. If you listen to the Holy Spirit of God, this will be the best year. This will be the best month. Come on. Hallelujah. Because we will find tremendous power coming your way. Hallelujah. Your life by the grace of God. Oh, Rabbi, lift your hands and thank the Lord. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Because I am favored of the Lord. Hallelujah. I am empowered by grace. Hallelujah. Even Jesus in Luke chapter 252, Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and favor with man. Increased. Multiplied in the grace of God. Hallelujah. 
The same favor is a Greek word, you know, charis, which is interchanged with mercy, grace, favor. You know, I like, all those words are interchanged in the Old Testament and New Testament. It's the same word, grace, favor, mercy, kindness. Jesus grew in wisdom, stature, grace with God and with man. In every day, Jesus grew in grace, in favor. It's possible. Open your mouth and it's possible. Mercy should be like a carpet in front of you. Come and you should step, get up in the morning. Hallelujah. Step first, love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies, they never come to an end. By His mercies, I'm not consumed. It should be like a red carpet that you step your feet. Hallelujah. Amen. You should be walking in God's grace and mercy. It is new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness we heard. Sang that song. In Samuel, 1 Samuel, we already read that word in 2.26. Hallelujah. The Bible uses the word child. Samuel grew in stature and in favor, both with God and with men. Some people are only looking for the favor with men because they are men pleasers. When you find favor with God, hallelujah, first, you are God pleaser. Hallelujah. You want to please God. You need to have both favor with God and favor with one. I mean, men, not just one, but it all starts with, if you have the favor of God, you have the favor of man. But men pleasers compromise in the things of God. If I get baptized, what will people say to me? If I don't uh, act crazy in front of a company, you know, if I don't crack dirty jokes, what will they think about me? They think that I am a, hallelujah, Virgin Mary, I am a, mm, hallelujah, oh, uh, too spiritual. Hallelujah. True spiritual people exalt the name of Jesus in front of pagans. Non-believers. If I speak in tongues, will somebody reject me? Should I act in a particular way? Today people have two types of companies. In church they have a spiritual company. Outside the church they have a paganistic gossip company. Some people say, oh, if I walk holy, if I talk right, I might lose a friend. Well, don't look to grow only in one area. Grow both with God and with man. Prophet Samuel grew in grace. Both. In both. Who is not a man pleaser? When you are graced of God, Hallelujah. Now, have you heard this? People who have tasted the grace of God would say, I don't know why, but something tells me that I should help you. When you walk under the grace, I mean, people will find you and people say, I should help you. You know, the Lord is telling me to send you some capital. Lord is sending me to help you. Lord is sending me to introduce you into this company, into this uh, 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 arena. There is something. Hallelujah. God is telling you. I mean, they will let go of all their, I mean, that uh, time, they will set aside that time, a sacrifice that time just to come for you. May you find people like that entering into your life this February. Amen. Hallelujah. They keep their schedule away. They sacrifice their time for you. That's what grace of God. I don't know why I should help you to build your house. Somebody related to the house problem, God is solving tonight in the name of the Lord. We give you praise, we give you glory. Hallelujah. How many of you are getting ready tonight for something, for an amazing February? Oh, for a monumental February. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Some of your great ideas, but no capital. Grow in the grace of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. That's grace. How many of you claim that tonight? Oh, hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Condition precedent. Look at Esther 4, 1, 2, 3. Can you read it please? Esther 4, 1, 2, 3. When Mordecai learned all that had happened, he tore his clothes and put on sackcloth and ashes and went out into the midst of the city. He cried out with a loud and bitter cry. He went as far as the front of the king's gate. 
for no one might enter the king's gate clothed with sackcloth. And in every province where the king's command and decree arrived, there was a great mourning among the Jews, and fast, with fasting, weeping, and wailing, and many lay in sackcloth and ashes. We know the story. The entire Jews, the race, were going to be killed, were going to be destroyed because of one man called Haman or Haman, wanted to destroy the entire Jews. Mordecai, who was at the gate, was always looking into the things of God. I mean, heard about it. And he made Esther new. And he tell Esther in Esther 4.14, it says, If you remain completely silent this time, relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place. But you and your father's house will perish. Yet who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. It says, if you keep silent at the time, at this time like this, help will arise from somewhere else. He's telling Esther, uh, his relative, who he raised up like a daughter, he's saying, Esther, God put you in that position not to destroy the church, not to destroy the kingdom of God, not to destroy God's people. God put you in that position. Some people can, you know, even silently can be a part of the destruction of the church of God, God's people. So he says, even by silently, like when people say crucify Jesus, Peter stayed there silently. He was basically saying amen to that silently. I mean, hallelujah. So he says, do not be like that. Hallelujah. Here people are saying, people of God are in trouble. God has put you in that position. Such a time as this. God has given you that power. God gave you that blessing. Hallelujah. Not to destroy these people. If you keep silent now, help will arise from somewhere else. Listening to this, what did Esther do? She was stirred up inside. Hallelujah. When you read the fourth chapter of Esther, the Bible says Esther goes for fast for three days without eating and drinking. And, and, and she didn't eat or drink. She began to fast and began to pray. She did not rush to meet the king so fast and say, Oh, I need favor. Because she knew the favor first had to come from God. He's the source of favor. Grace first had to come from God. Condition precedent. I need to humble my soul. Bible says God resists the proud. Give grace to the humble. When you are going through a tough time in your life and still you don't find a need to seek the Lord in fasting and praying. Hallelujah. Glory to God. There is a spirit of pride and arrogance. And you think that, hallelujah, if it comes, it comes. When things are on the which end and you are still not seeking God, something desperately wrong. This demons hanging in your closet. There is a board of demons on your soul. Where you can see the problem in everybody else and not you. Look to your mirror of God's word. The word of God will show you who you really are and where you really need to change. The word of God was called the labor in the Old Testament. What was labor? There was a labor in the outer court where the Bible says there was water inside. The water, we know in Ephesians 5, it's the word of God. People would come, wash themselves in the blood of Jesus in the altar. And then they would look into the labor to see their reflection. Because mirror, their mirror kind of reflection would come. Because mirror of God's word is the only thing that can show what is the problem with you. You look into the mirror to see those areas, otherwise you can't see. Oh, February, go into the word of God. Instead of, hallelujah, looking at other people's problems and judging other people and putting other people down, go into the word of God, see your own reflection and see where you have to change. Go, oh, hallelujah. Oh, that was, that was a power word. You need to humble your soul. In Matthew Henry commentary, speaking those scriptures in Esther 4, 15 and 16, he says, Esther hereupon resolved whatever it might cost her to apply to the king. But not till she and her friends had first applied to God. Before she applied to the king, she first applied to God. Oh, come on. Before you send your application to the companies, put your application in the presence of God. Come on. Oh. Let them first by fasting and praying obtain God's favor. And then she should hope to find favor with king. 
Glory, 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 glory. She needs to first condition precedent. There is something that needs to be done in the presence of God. To show your desperation for God's grace. She realized she cannot handle this battle with puppy eyes. With a, a, a beautiful hip for shaking before the king. She cannot do a catwalk and get the favor. This is a real battle. Before the most charming smile. Come on, let me tell you, the present battle that you're going through needs fasting, needs prayer, needs the seeking of God. Hallelujah, glory to God. If you're not seeing results in your life, if you're seeing a certain battle not leaving your life, you need to humble yourself. Get into the presence. Hallelujah. She was a spiritual woman. Real battle will reveal the spirituality of that person. If everything goes well, you cannot identify. Real battle. And the grace in which we stand. You access into this grace in which you know that is the only place you have a standing. Come on. You need to take a stand that time. You cannot be silent. Hallelujah. The Bible says... She gave everything to, hallelujah. Not only eating and drinking. She didn't put on her makeup. She didn't comb her hair. She didn't put on her royal clothes. She didn't want to look good. She just shut the door in her room, lay on the floor, began to cry before God. Because the Bible says when she got up the three days, she put on her royal apparel. Which means she had taken it off. She realized the power of grace, condition, precedent. First, I need to, hallelujah, find grace. I had to approach God, receive from God. There are people of deep crisis in life, health issues, financial. Children are going off track. They won't still fast. They won't still pray. The debtors are coming to take their property. They won't still fast. The children are in a desperate condition. They're still not serious. They still look cute and nice with contacts. God is telling this present crisis, your contacts won't help you. Maybe I should see the local politician. Maybe I should, hallelujah, get to the bank one more time and ask for a loan. Maybe I'll ask pastor to pray for me and to fast for me. To get the loan, loan sanction. Maybe I should get the right lawyer. Maybe I should take my boss out, give him a good dinner, give her a good dinner. Maybe I should compromise and have a one night stand. That will increase your battle. There are people who don't pray, who don't fast. So much of prophecies given over their life, but will never lay before the presence of God. The moment they hear fasting, they'll, hallelujah, have two more sausages. <laughs> this lady did not talk to anybody. She just laid before the presence of God. In the beginning of the apostle said, if you're going through a crisis, fast and pray. Come on, a medical report, huge health issue. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. don't be hallelujah. Oh, foolish. Hallelujah. Not finding time in the presence of God. Oh, hallelujah. Be wise. Be circumspect. The days are evil. Redeem your time in the presence of God. Oh, Baba, get a speed. I pray tonight that God is going to give you an accelerating shoes. Come on. A shoe accelerating shoes in the presence of God. Ra, 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 ra. Oh, may God give you a supernatural acceleration. God is going to give you strength in your bones. Oh, God is going to give you strength in your bones. Oh, yeah, baba, baba. Every tiredness, sleepiness, sloppiness, live your life oh, in the name of Jesus. After she had fasted and prayed, she said, if I die, I die, I perish, I perish. She put on a royal apparel and went into the presence of the king after she found favor in the presence of God. Because you can't go before the king without him calling you, no matter even you are his wife according to the rule. You can't go before the king without him calling you. And she is going there without being called. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. If you go to the presence of king without him calling, you are gone. You are killed. 
It's like going into some country and you go into the immigration and they ask you, why is the reason for coming? And say, yeah, Chumma coming, Chumma. You go into the American embassy, Chumma, Buwa, Chumma. What's the purpose of your visit? Chumma, just like that. They say, they call you somebody, you know, most senior, most superior, most scary. They'll come and ask you. I hear that when you, you know, you've been in big trouble because of your lack of intent. You cannot just go to the immigration office and say that. Hallelujah. The same way, she could not go in the presence of the king. Just like that. Hallelujah. The woman goes before. Are you here tonight, sir? Blessed be the name of the Lord. She first went to the presence of God, throne of grace, found grace, and put on a royal apparel, meet the king. The, what the Bible says is the most beautiful thing. The king stretches his scepter. Come on. That is favor. Come on. Hallelujah. The king stretches his scepter. The moment the king, those days, stretches his scepter, what he, he's saying is, you have found grace in your side. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to give you half. And he went on to say, hallelujah, Queen Esther, what do you want? Hallelujah. Why have come here? Oh, even, hallelujah, half of your kingdom I will give it. Come on. Hallelujah. When you find, oh, when you find grace in the sight of God, oh, hallelujah, praise the Lord, you will receive more than what you have intended to ask. Oh, he's able to do exceedingly, abundantly, more than he can ask or think of any you will receive that February be a month that you will receive more than you ask. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Instead of dying, she is getting half of the kingdom. That's favor. That's the power of grace. Instead of dying, doctor is giving you, oh, you're going to live. I'm going to, I have to change what I told you. I have to change my report. Come on. May the doctor change his report. Oh, for the glory of Jesus Christ. Now, Ram, Father, you're going to live longer. And to glorify the name of Jesus. The people with terminal illness, cancer. God will heal you if you spend time in the Aaron's rod will blossom. God is telling somebody, your rod is dead. Your report is, hallelujah, nothing to be, hallelujah, glory, hopeful of. But if you lay in the presence of God, overnight you will blossom. Overnight your strength and your life and your health will come back. Oh, Rabba, Baba, Baba, Allah. I have a testimony a few days back. My son who was suffering from two or three months of bronchitic asthma, the doctor said, you need to bring him to the hospital to be admitted. We need to do a bronchoscopy. You know, I was terrified of sending my nine-year-old son for bronchoscopy. Anyway, I prayed. I was listening to a pastor's message. I felt an impartation coming through. The scriptures that he was preaching, I took every one of it. And I, while my son was sleeping, I laid it on him. And I broke the bread and the wine. And I said, Lord, I surrender this condition into your hands. I declare your good report. I tear the negative report. Oh, hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Because last time, God gave me a prophetic word over Pritam and Melina's child. This came, I said, Lord, I tear the report. And, and God turned their, their, their bad report into a good report. I said, if uh, he can do it to somebody through me, he can do it for me. <laughs> Blessed be the name of the Lord. And while I was going to get dressed, here from his sleep, Abraham got up from his sleep, crying out, Appa, I'm here! I'm here! I'm here! Oh, ka-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-
kept you men of God above you and God is releasing prophetic word don't miss it the February don't miss any word that is coming out hallelujah from the pul- pulpit because it is pulling you from the pit hallelujah it's pulling you from the pit oh blessed be the name of Jesus Hallelujah. Whatever God tells you to humble yourself, does it matter what it is, convenient or not? Pastor said 99% of the time when God tells him to do something, it's not convenient, but it's just do it. Even if it is not convenient, just do it. But God is going to empower, endure with grace. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Going to exalt you. Hallelujah. You follow the instruction, you obey Him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Condition precedent. So without grace, there's nothing you can do. The king said to Queen Time, three times words of favor. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He says in verse 3, Hallelujah. He says, What will you have? Hallelujah. What will you request? It shall be given. Oh, come on. Yes, there is one book that God is not mentioned, but you can see God in every one, every life. It shall be given. Ask and it shall be given. <laughs> Come on. The power of favor. Tonight, lift your hands and say, Holy Spirit, make me understand the power of your favor, power of your grace. Let that grace and favor work in my life. I ask you, Father. In Jesus' name, Lord, lift up your voice and ask the Lord. Oh, hallelujah, ask the Lord. I have decided to follow Jesus. Oh, no turning back. No turning back. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. I have decided. found the grace of God before the king and the gallows that was kept for Bordecai, God's people, the guy who put that gallows, the guy who invented that gallows, the guy who made that gallows, he went and he was hanged in that gallows. Pastor said, anybody who has dug a pit for you, may they fall in it. Oh, that's the power of God's grace. Anybody who has dug, dug a pit for you, May they follow it in Jesus' name. I decree it over your life, over my life, over this church's life. If you believe it, say Amen. Put your hands together. Hallelujah. Anyone who has set a trap for you may fall into their own traps because of the grace of God upon your life. In the name of Jesus, may that be your portion. Oh, open your mouth and say, I receive it in Jesus' name. 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 name. Amen. One more person in Genesis, third person, in Genesis 39, 4, it speaks about a person called Joseph in the Old Testament. And Joseph found favor in his sight and served him. Then he made an overseer of his house and all that he had was put under his authority. Joseph found favor. Can you imagine that? Then he found favor as a slave boy in Egypt, in a different country. Everything that was in master's hand was put into his hands. May the grace of God come upon your life. The certain things that has come that was under your hands, maybe over your hands, be above your hands. Come on. Hallelujah. Let be above it. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Put in boy's hands was given to him under his authority. Hallelujah. We have access by grace. Oh, hallelujah. 
Genesis 39, 21 says, The Lord was with Joseph. Open your mouth and say, The Lord was with Joseph. Put your name there. The Lord was with Chaco and showed him mercy and he gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. Gave him favor. Same word, Kavish, means grace. Favor is given. Paul said, Grace was bestowed upon me and I'm what I am but the grace of God. So grace was upon Joseph. God is willing to give you grace. He, with, he won't withhold grace if you ask. When grace comes into your life, look at the life of Joseph. Look at the times happened, happened to him. Nearly 12 blessings he inherited. 12 blessings. So to read that chapter and when a slave boy would have never been a king who could have sold in the slave market ended up becoming the prime minister of a nation. The real authority was with Joseph. Hallelujah. What happened to Joseph in Egypt will happen to you if you find the same favor. Hallelujah. You should have been the slave boy. You should have been the talk of the town. You should have been that person who God said, never anything good will come out of you. But something good will come out of you when the grace of God will function in your life. He will lift you up. He will promote you. Hallelujah. Look at Genesis 41:37. Pharaoh took off his ring, signet ring, and put in the hands of the finger of Joseph. It's like a signing ring. If a letter comes with the seal, everybody better obey it. It's because Joseph found grace. The favor was upon him. Look at the best vehicle, the second chariot that Pharaoh would ride. Grace could bring chariots, vehicles, best vehicles. Hallelujah. May you ride, hallelujah, in chariots, in cars that has, hallelujah, greater horsepower. Come on. Oh, Rabba, Baba, Sabhoriyadala. Take it, somebody. Even his modes of transportation change because of the grace of God. The best cars, the best things. Oh, hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Hallelujah. A slave boy should have been walking in the hands with chains. Would have been walking in the desert, being dragged by somebody. But here is a boy under the favor of God, grace of God, traveling in the finest of horses. Come on, hallelujah. May you have vehicles like that of high horsepower, high vehicles, high engine. Come on, hallelujah. For the glory of Jesus Christ. The ring was a symbol of authority. February, your level is going to change. Come on, open your mouth and say, Grace will change my levels. Grace will change my levels. Even Potiphar gave his daughter to Joseph, his wife. Egyptians will never allow their blood to be mixed, but he gave Joseph his daughter. Can you imagine that? Marriages that people of the world said would never happen will happen. When you find, oh, Yaka Baba, say, take it, take it, take it. Young girls, young boys, marriageable boys, girls, take it. Receive it. Parents who have got girls to get married, receive it. Oh, hallelujah. Pastors who have got girls under you need to be married, receive it. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Someone who was a criminal in the land of Egypt, an alleged rapist, that's what Joseph was, given the blessing. That's what grace does for you. So, mercy, the blessing. Lift your hands and say, Lord, I receive the grace. I need your grace. Joseph would later tell his father Jacob, God has made me like a father to Pharaoh. Can you imagine that? Pharaoh is calling Joseph Abba. You have the God, the spirit of the living God upon you tonight. Pharaoh, hallelujah. He made, because the Bible says, that's what Pharaoh did. Because God was with Joseph. God, open your mouth, God is with me. The people who are younger to you, I mean older to you, calling you Abba. Wow. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Thank you, Jesus. When you see this grace working in somebody else's life, always try to honor that grace. Tonight, many people are not walking in any grace. So there is a grace in front of them, but they won't honor it. They're too familiar to it. They don't obey it. They don't want their lives to change. They want their life to be in their own terms and receive the blessing. You are living in an unbiblical world. <laughs> That's all I can say. 
follow people who are walking in this kind of grace. Don't be envious of somebody who is doing well in financially because of the grace of God. Better honor that in your heart and God will release the same grace upon your life. That's what has happened to my life. I honor the grace that is upon my man of God. My dad. Hallelujah. Even after he's gone away, I mean, gone to be with the Lord, I still thank the Lord. I said, Lord, I thank you, Lord, for the life that you've given me through my dad. If it was not for him, I would not be anywhere else. I mean, anywhere in life. Thank you, Lord, for my apostle, my man of God, my spiritual father, Pastor Ajis. Without that, I would have never been empowered in the grace of God. Never been fathered in faith. Thank you, Jesus. I humble myself. There's nothing that I've taken. I've got it, Lord. It's all been given. It's all been given. I thank you. When you say that things in your life will double up, double up. In humility, things double up. Oh, February, humble yourself under the sight of God. Double up, double up. The key to all this is Genesis 1.11. God said, let earth bring forth grass, a herb yields seed, and the fruit tree that yields fruit according to his kind, whose seed is in itself on the earth, and it was so. Are you here tonight, church? Did you hear that? Let the earth bring forth grass, herb that yields seed, and the fruit tree that yields fruit according to its kind, whose seed is in itself on the earth, and it was so. Eight billion people on planet Earth came out of one person, Adam and Eve. Every tree, every fruit-bearing tree, the seed will produce after its own kind. The mango tree God had created. Hallelujah. Once, and then he did not create mango trees. He gave mango seeds. Every other day, we have a mango. Why? Within that mango tree, within that seed, it will reproduce. So when you see grace operating in somebody, when you honor that, it will be reproduced for you. Hallelujah. A child of the monkey does not have to go for a DNA test to find out whether it's a monkey because it is produced after its own kind. The elephant won't look like a mosquito because the elephant will produce after its own kind. When you are connected not only to God, that's important, it's the most important thing, the primary thing. God will open your eyes to see grace operating that is placed, people who are placed upon you, above you, on others who are next to you. And when you value that, God will release that same grace to operate in your life. He will increase. You will look like that too. You will be produced out of that. Just like a monkey come out of a monkey. When you honor it, when you are associated with a person who has got grace, you will partake of that grace. Oh, hallelujah. That's why Paul said in Philippians 1.7, you are a partaker of my grace. The same grace that is upon you, when you honor the Philippian church, it's you are enjoying the blessings of you are partaking of that you are looking like what is given to me hallelujah I know what I received from my pastor I know the grace of God that is okay I know I received from my dad I know that grace I know people who honor me how they look like the present result in your life can be traced back to something that is not connected to the grace if it is not working well if you are not understood hallelujah Ask the Holy Spirit, Lord, give me the revelation of this grace. There are deposits of grace in everybody. Just look at somebody and say, there is a deposit of grace in you. Amen. But if, you rec- if I recognize that, who knows? And honor that. Honor is the shortcut to tapping into the grace. And basically it comes forth from... Not the words that you say outside, but the heart that you connect with that man. There are people who are, you know, high in drama. It's not the buttering, flattering words past. Man of God. I mean, no problem. It's, what, it's your heart there. Because only God can see your heart. There's honor inside, heart to heart thing. 
Hallelujah. You will reproduce something of your own kind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say hallelujah. Say hallelujah. Say hallelujah. Proverbs 27:19 as 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 in water's flow reflects the face, so a man's heart reveals the man. So if you are connected heart to heart with somebody in grace, that grace will begin to flow. Heart to heart, say heart to heart, say heart to heart. Read Malachi, Malachi chapter one and the sixth verse. A son honors his father, and a servant his master. If then I am the father. Where is my honor? And if I am a master, where is my reverence? Says the Lord of hosts. To you, priests who despise my name, yet you say, In what way have we despised your name? Hallelujah. So when I release a seed, if you honor that seed, if you take that seed into your heart, you will produce its own kind. The grace that is upon me will flow into your life too. How you are receiving the word, says. As a son honors his father, okay, there is an honor issue here. The Bible is saying. One word uses the word increasing honor because honor protects you. If you cannot honor somebody, you cannot replicate that. Oh, hallelujah! Honor is never static; it is either increasing or decreasing. It is honor that gives you the grace to replicate what is upon them. Honor is when you see somebody higher than you, and when you value that grace, says I need to protect that grace, and you love that person from the bottom of your heart. It is multiplied to you, the grace. You are growing in grace. The grace is multiplied. Hallelujah! Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Heart to heart, every ministry. You know, can have a spiritual father, can have a pastor, can have somebody who is praying for you, all that. But if you don't honor that in your heart, that grace won't flow. Hallelujah. Amen. You will not be after its own kind. So the Bible says words like one Corinthians nine eleven. If you have sown spiritual things for you. Is it great thing if we reap you material things? Because it is connecting with the grace upon Paul. So Paul said to Philippians, "Church, you are partakers of my grace." Galatians six six says, "Let him who taught the word share in all good things with him who teaches. Let him communicate with whom teaches. Connect, communicate, or connect." It can through every good thing that is given to you. You connect. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So this is the word tonight. The monumental grace. God wants this maximizing grace upon your life tonight. Grace to flow. There are things that you receive in prayer, spending time, condition precedent. But there are times when you partake of something because you recognize the grace in that other person. There are people who come to church. Hallelujah! Because they honor every word that is proceeded out. Hallelujah! But there are sometimes there are people who are years in the church doesn't receive anything. But there are people who just for a few couple of years receive everything because they honor that grace. So you know, you can be years in ministry. Doing everything, but never connected in the hearts, in a regular, faithfully, regularly. Tonight, let that not be your portion in the name of Jesus. Oh, Rabba, Rabba, Shikha. Let's close our eyes and pray tonight. Oh, Rabba, Rade, Shikha, Rabba, Rasi. Subha, Rabba, Rasi. Tonight, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. Lay yourself at the feet of Jesus tonight. See what is the condition that the Lord is telling you to be empowered to partake of a specific grace. Maybe something simple that you have not listened all this while. God would have asked you to obey something. Maybe just to forgive. 
Maybe just to honor someone who is working for you. Maybe a, somebody who has done something special for you you have not seen or valued. Maybe your husband, maybe your wife, maybe your parents, you have dishonored, ask the Lord forgiveness tonight. Maybe your pastor, maybe your man, another man of God, a woman of God that you have not honored. It's the grace that makes you wealthy, grace that makes you whole. It's the grace that is empowered, bestowed. Tonight, may you be empowered with grace. Lay your life at the feet of Jesus. If you accept Jesus, the Bible says, since we are justified by this grace, we are peace with God, and we have access into this grace in which we stand. If you have received Jesus, God has already justified you, just as if you have never sinned. There is therefore no more condemnation. You can give the guilt. You heard the, uh, my niece speaking to you and saying, when the grace came upon her, there is nothing of the past that could attack her anymore, because grace justifies you, covers you, removes the guilt of your shame and your sin. If you are, some of you have accepted Jesus long time by, but your life is not right, tonight ask the Lord, make peace with God through the blood of Jesus Christ. Tonight, if you are one of those, hallelujah. If you want to grow in grace with God, know that only if you grow in grace with God, you can grow in grace with others.